You're listening to the Be Well, Be Wild podcast. I'm Jenny Wolf, and with over 13 years of coaching experience, I know a thing or two about transforming the way you live, love, and lead. If you're looking to wildly upgrade your life, relationships, productivity, mental, physical, spiritual well-being, then you're in the right place. My goal on this podcast is to show you how to authentically leverage greater well-being, connection, and leadership to create true joy and lasting success at home and work. Leave it to me to provide you with the tools, skills, and mindset shifts required to say bye to the status quo life and hello to being well and wildly successful. Hey friends, welcome back to the podcast. This week, I have had so many conversations with people, some clients, some not, around having difficult conversations. And often these people have asked me what they should say, what they should do, what they should share, what they should not share. And I think it's really important. I've noticed just some trends within these conversations, and I want to talk about a few perspective shifts that might help you show up into your next conversation with transparency, authenticity, and feeling like you're actually connected not only to yourself, but hopefully to the other person as well. And this can be applied to personal or professional relationships. Why do you think this is important when it comes to having hard conversations? Well, it comes up a lot because while our relationships are typically really important to us, And whether this is a person that you have a relationship with at work or not, you know, if you're having to be in communication with somebody for, you know, a certain period of time and because you work with this person, perhaps maybe you don't like them or maybe you find them really difficult to work with, or perhaps it's a family member, um, well, you still have to maybe have to, um, talk to them. And so it might be common for you to just dread having conversations with them, or it might be something where you just avoid having a conversation or relationship with them at all. So you're creating more animosity between you two and it's building and building and building. Well, that is not only good for you know, the relationship, but it's also not good for you or the relationship with yourself and your life. Because at the end of the day, what you have maybe have noticed is that it is draining to do that. It is draining to avoid conversations. It's draining to have to be in relationship with people that we feel like we're not connected with, that we feel like we're not getting through to. And so Really, this podcast or this episode is about creating better relationships, creating healthier relationships. And again, it does not mean you have to like this person or love this person. Um, It just is about having respectful conversations and really looking at the best way to show up within these conversations. And that's really what it comes down to, is looking on our side of the street and seeing how we can show up differently. So I'm hopeful that with a few of these perspective shifts that I'm going to give you, that you'll be able to see a few ways that you could perhaps show up differently that will have this relationship not feel like it's draining you 
and it'll allow you to protect your peace and also to set boundaries and perhaps even just get really clear about what you need in a relationship. The cool part about this is some of the things that I'm going to share, you're going to see that there's so much overlap in our personal relationships and in our professional relationships, because at the end of the day, they are relationships. And you're going to see that these ideas can be applied to both. It can be applied to the partner that you have that you're living with, but it can also be applied to your business partner. And how we set the foundation for relationships, so whether it's a new relationship or it's one that you've had for 10, 20, 30, 40 years, you're going to see how when you show up differently within the relationship, that things can actually shift for the better. So let's actually look at what some of these are. So one of them is you think that before you have this conversation with somebody, you know, maybe you are having thoughts about something and you think that you need to have a solution. You think that you need to have it all figured out. And this might be a common trend in your life everywhere. Like perhaps you're someone that does most of the work, that likes to get all the work done. You're kind of that lone wolf and you feel like you just need to do it all yourself. Um, And maybe you're someone that typically does not ask for help. Well, this is probably a really big sign that you might avoid a conversation because you think you have to have it all figured out. You think you have to have the solution before you approach the conversation. And that is just not true. We may have been taught that. We may have seen that. We may think that that is the best way. But I want you to think about it. If we're actually looking at driving connection, then this can be the very reason why we do not feel connected. Because guess what? We're trying to do it all in a silo by ourselves rather than being in conversation with someone rather than being in partnership with somebody. So what I mean by this is instead of imagining that you are sitting on opposite sides of the table and you need to present an idea and a solution to them, instead we start to think about what if I were sitting next to them and I'm looking at the problem with them and we're getting curious about what a solution could be, but we're doing this together as opposed to on the opposite sides of the table. So again, the idea is that you're sitting next to them, that this is actually a partnership. And it doesn't mean you have to like this person. You don't have to skip down the street and be like, yay, we're best friends now. You could do this even when you do not like the person, even when you are not getting along, even when you feel like you're angry and you're frustrated. When you build the capacity to calm yourself down and then you can return to the conversation and be in partnership with them, you can then be curious about how you can get to a solution together. This might be a reason why you feel like you keep on getting into partnerships that you feel like they're always to blame. Like you feel like they're never doing anything. You feel like that person's never showing up. And maybe you're saying, I just don't understand why, like, I keep on, you know, having employees or partners that, you know, I do all the work and they're not doing anything. Well, a big reason why this happens is because, and this is the tough love that sometimes we need to hear, 
is because you're actually enabling them. You're allowing them to not do the thing that you actually need them to do because you're not even giving them the space to do that. You're not speaking to it. You're not allowing them to get curious and come up with solutions because you're over in a silo doing all of the work and they have no idea that this is going on. And perhaps you're making up stories that they do and now you're just building more resentment towards this person because guess what? That feels good, right? It feels good. It feels good to our ego that, you know what, oh, they're just not doing their job and I need to do all of this over here. So when we actually step into this idea of being in partnership, we're starting a conversation with somebody from a place of curiosity to see what is going on with them. Perhaps there's something going on with them that we have no idea, right? Maybe they actually really do want to be part of this conversation with you, but they're scared of you. I remember having a conversation with a client recently that, you know, she shared something and she's like, I just don't understand why this guy doesn't speak up. He hasn't said anything in the meeting. And I'm like, just trying to think of something like playing devil's advocate, like out of left field to try to shift perspective. And I was like, what if it's not that he doesn't respect you? What if, because that was her story. What if it's actually because he's intimidated by you? And when you start to realize that, like, oh my gosh, maybe he's he's nervous. And so I need to actually approach this conversation to open up that door to open up the conversation so that he will actually share and he feels safe to do that. And this is, you might be thinking to yourself, you know what, that is not my job. <laughs> that is not what I'm here to do. But this is what leadership is, is being able to take that 10,000 foot view and really think about how can I be a better leader? How can I be a better partner? No matter who it is, no matter what the relationship looks like. And, you know, what I just did there was just maybe making up a story that's actually going to serve you. If you're going to be making up stories anyway, right? We've, I've, ta- I've said this before. If you listen to any of, the, any of the episodes before this, you've probably heard it. And like, if you're going to be making up stories, you might as well be making up stories that actually serve you. So in this scenario, instead of thinking that this person is out to get you, whether it be your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your wife, your husband, your coworker, rather than thinking that person's out to get you and making up stories, thinking that they're out to get you and taking things personally, instead take a moment and think about what is another possible story? Again, curiosity here. What is another thing? Maybe they have something going on and I have no idea. So you can see that we make a lot of assumptions. We make a lot of assumptions. And so and, and what's even better than making up the story is actually to have a conversation with somebody so that you can then sit on the same side of the bench with that analogy that I was using earlier, sit on the same side of the bench with them and look at the problem together and have that conversation. What's cool about this is that you w- might start to see that they'll have a better idea than you did when it comes to a solution. If you actually allow them and give them space to speak up about something and asking them questions and seeing what they think, and also you simultaneously sharing what you think, then you might be able to come up with a solution better than you could have dreamt of while you were in your silo. 
this is the benefit of being in partnership with people is that we come up with more creative solutions. Also, we come up with solutions that then create a win-win because now we better understand what that person needs. We also know what we need. So hopefully we are coming into the conversation knowing what we need. It might just be clarity, right? And then communicating that. And then everybody can start to create that win-win. A really simple example is that, you know, if you are coming to the conversation, you guys, like, I'm going to give you a silly example here just so that we can think through this in terms of what I mean by win-win, because I know I say that and you might not know. So essentially what I mean by that is like, if you really wanted pizza, but your partner really wanted Chinese food, instead of just being angry at each other (laughs) that your partner wants Chinese and that you, and you really want pizza, you can come up with multiple ways to create a win-win by having a conversation about it. Hey, what are some solutions here? We may not like all the solutions, but let's talk about them. One of the solutions might be, you know what? Your partner goes get goes and gets Chinese, you go get pizza, you eat separately, and that's the solution. Or you one of you orders in the pizza and the other person goes and gets the Chinese and you eat together at home. Or you continue to have a conversation and you realize, you know what? Actually, we both would be really happy with having Thai tonight. But we often think that we need to have that whole solution figured out before we even get into conversation with people. So instead of thinking that, instead of being in a silo about things, be in partnership. And then the goal is to come in with curiosity and looking for the win-win. Another thing that I've realized that a lot of people have been doing when they're in leadership positions, this could be as a parent, this could be as a business owner, even in a partnership, like a romantic relationship. So when I'm talking about this, like this applies across the board, you guys. So don't think it's just like one area, although you might be thinking of just one area for yourself. That's totally fine. But what's really helpful is that if we can start focusing on one area, we can also apply this to other areas of our life. One other thing you might you might notice too is you might already do this in one area, but you just don't do it in the other area for some reason. Like it doesn't translate to you. So start to look at that and see how you can actually start to transfer these skills over if you are having successful conversations with people that you are finding difficult. So another one is thinking that being in a leadership position is actually doing it for them or making it really easy for someone. That is definitely not the truth, but this might be one of those default beliefs that you have thinking that you need to do it for them. This kind of is similar to what I was talking about earlier. It's a little different, but thinking that you just need to do all of the work and you need to make it really easy. So you're kind of like handholding Also, you might be doing some manipulation here. And I know people, that word might be like, oh, but this is actually really common to not really be sharing things with people from a standpoint of thinking like, okay, I just thought of this and I, I'm having a conversation with somebody and I don't want to share this with them, but I know it's important for the conversation. Instead, I just don't share it because I want to make it easier for them and I don't want to make them uncomfortable. So like, for example, like, let's just say 
you're going into business with someone and you guys are really at the beginning stages trying to figure out how things are going to go. And you know, it's really important for you to have time off, you know, throughout the week to have flexibility with your schedule, but you're too nervous to have that conversation with somebody. So you avoid the conversation. That essentially is manipulation. And I know it might seem a little weird, but it is because you're not sharing something that isn't actually important to you to make the conversations easier. But guess what? If we do that over time, what ends up happening is that it creates disconnection within the relationship because the harmony isn't there. We haven't actually shared what we really thought and we're just going along for the ride until we think that it might be, I don't know, more important to share it at another time. So we want to really be mindful that we're not just trying to make things easy for other people by avoiding the hard topics or the hard conversations. So this is a question to ask to check in around that. I have two questions. One is what is of the highest good? Asking yourself that. What is of the highest good here? When I think about the highest good of all involved, everyone involved, and what moves us closer to the vision of what we want here, what would I do from that question? Who would I, how would I show up if I was operating with the pursuit of making sure that things were moving in the direction of the vision and of the highest good, what action would I take? How would I show up? When you ask that question, it should be really clear to you. Hopefully it'll be really clear to you what you share and what you don't share. Um, this is true leadership because we're actually looking at being authentic within the relationship. It doesn't mean you have to share all everything, right? We're not, I'm not saying just like dump your handbag out and share all of your deepest, darkest secrets with somebody, but I'm talking about if it moves you closer or further away from the vision, if you are, you know, not sharing something with somebody, it's not of the highest good for them or for you because we're not being transparent. And that's why that's manipulation. So I think that this one can be a little deceiving. Um, and we obviously don't like to think of ourselves as someone that manipulates somebody else. However, what I have found through talking to a lot of people about this and in my own experience, before I understood other ways to lead, this was this is really common um, because it just feels safe. It feels safe to not share these things. Um, and we often don't want to make, quote unquote, the first move. And I mean that in a professional sense, but also in a personal sense. So, you know, we will not say how we really feel or what we really think. Um, so, and I'm not saying like we want to be just mean here, <laughs> like, but I want you to really be thinking about like, how can I share from a place that's of the highest good for everyone involved and moves us closer to the vision? Um, so here's the thing when it comes to this one and, and even the first one, when I'm saying that you have to have it all figured out or making it easy for other people is you can share when you're in process, meaning 
You don't have to have it all figured out. You don't have to know how to do it perfectly. You don't know, you don't have to know how to say it perfectly. You don't have to predict every single scenario of what the other person might do before you say the thing. You can share and have a conversation even when you're in process. And what I mean by that is like, you might not know all of that information. Be a human about it. Be in partnership. And I'm saying this, and I know this is something that I can definitely improve on too. So it's just, I think it's helpful though to hear it from this lens of just, these are the funny, like quirky things that we do to wiggle ourselves out of a conversation and thinking that we do have to have it all figured out or that we need to predict every single scenario when in reality, it's okay and completely normal and human to come into a conversation while you're still in process about something and communicate that to say something like, hey, I don't have this all figured out. I am not really sure how to put this into the best words. I've thought about it and I just know that I need to share this with you. These are a few things that I'm giving you an example here, guys, but like you could say, like, these are a few things I'm concerned about. These are a few things that I'm feeling, depending on, is this a personal, professional conversation? It doesn't really matter. You know, you want to show up in terms of a way that if you look back, you're like, you know, I'm really proud of myself for how I did that. The win is actually showing up in a conversation as a human (laughs) and from a place of having compassion for the other person respect for the other person and for yourself. It's so cool because what I have found with my clients that have done this, it's like when when I've said that to people a couple of times, like, hey, you know, you can actually share when you're still in process. You can have this conversation when you're in process about this. Like, that's totally fine. It's like a huge weight has been lifted off their shoulders. So hopefully or maybe you're experiencing that. I know for me, it's like, that is something that I'm like, yeah, oh wait, I can share from this place. It doesn't have to be crystal clear. And in fact, that I think builds relationship. It builds healthy relationship, especially in our, I mean, I've experienced a lot of my personal relationships, but I think it's also just like setting the foundation for people, right? Like, Hey, I'm still in process about this. It's like, people are like, okay, yeah, I get that. I understand that. Okay. A few other things. So I think these are just like some bullet points that I think are important as we're headed into any hard conversation. Just some things that I've shared with my clients recently, some things that I have, you know, heard that have helped me. So one is speaking what's on your mind from the start, like creating authenticity within the relationship from the start. I think this is really important. You know, it's okay if you haven't done this already, but I, as I was talking to someone recently, they were going into a business partnership. And as we were talking about this, they mentioned that, oh, this is something that can be applied to my personal relationships too. Realizing that this person had realized that they had not really been doing this in their personal relationships. So that things would come up and that this person would completely avoid talking about the thing. 
So one of the things that I've shared um, multiple times with clients, and I often think of this, is my my therapist actually taught me this years ago. She said, Jenny, if you are thinking it, then you need to be having a conversation about it with the person. If there is something that's crossing your mind about this person or you're concerned and it's it's come up in your mind a couple times, then it's important to be having that conversation. It may not be the exact thoughts that are in your head, right? But there, you know, needs to be some type of communication to create that connection and that authenticity, that transparency within the relationship. Okay. Why do you think that's important? I want you to think about that for a minute. Like if we avoid talking about these things early on in any type of relationship, what do you think the impact of that is down the road? I mean, for me, I think about like, oh gosh, it's almost like, well, I didn't say it then. I didn't say it. And then we're almost like waiting for the perfect time to say the thing. And then it never comes. And they're like, well, now it's too late. So I'm just not going to say it. Right. And then that builds and builds and builds. That's what comes up for me. But perhaps you have another idea. But that's the risk of, of not doing this initially. And perhaps you're finding yourself in a position where that has happened. And that's okay. Because guess what? You're human. And you can start creating that having those conversations now and just say, Hey, and I've actually seen multiple clients do this. Like they've built a whole relationship they've been in for a long time. And then they've gone back in, I call going back in and having these conversations. And then they've been able to rebuild their, their relationship from a, a stronger foundation. So it is possible. It is okay. It is completely human. Give yourself some grace Um, and the cool part about this, this is one of my favorite parts about all of this is that when you start doing this, maybe you're already doing this, you give other people permission to do this. And and I really want to say, give them permission. You inspire them to do this. They're like, Oh wow. Like they share that with me. I feel inspired. I also want to share this. I have some things I want to share with you that I may have not been talking about. So one, don't be surprised if that happens. Um, Because, you know, sometimes we find that we're opening up the floodgates when we start to actually have these conversations, whether this is at work or at home. And so just, I, you know, I, I just be ready for that if that happens and know that the best way out is through, you know, when we go through these conversations and we have it and knowing that that, you know, it's kind of like when you go to clean out your closet, you know, you might take everything out and it gets really, really messy at first. And then you start to put everything back in, you know, cleaner than it ever was and more organized than it ever was. And we have just taken this chaos and turned it into calm. And that's what I really think that we're doing within these conversations is that we have chaos. Sometimes that's happening internally And when we resist it, when we don't talk about it, we don't share it, then guess what? It grows. It persists. It it becomes bigger. And even though we might be like, oh, no, I'm fine, right? Go back to the F words podcast if you don't know what I'm talking about. But you might be like, oh, my gosh, I'm fine, right? It's okay. It's not that bad. I've already done it this long. I haven't talked about it this long, right? I've I've just dealt with it. So... 
and I can go into a whole other story about tolerance and resilience, but we are not going to go there today because this podcast is already becoming long. Okay. So another question. So that's kind of a rule that I go by. Not that you need to follow these rules, break the rules. I like breaking the rules. I get it. But one is like speak what's on your mind. Essentially, like if you're thinking it, share it. Um, obviously sometimes we need to regulate our nervous system or our emotions before we do that. So that's always a good idea. That's why we always talk about well-being practices. We don't want to just blurt out things and react, but I'm talking about from a place that is respectful and responsible, right? You know, we want to speak from a place that is responsible. Okay. Another one is checking in with, is my decision to have this conversation or my decision to share this thing with this person, is it coming from a abundance mentality? There is enough mentality, or is it coming from a scarcity mentality or fear? So an example here would be, let's say you have a really exciting business idea and you want to share it with your friend because you're so excited. And then you're like, oh my gosh, you know, what if I share this with my friend and then she steals my idea and ends up doing it? So then you end up not sharing it. Is that decision from scarcity or is it from abundance? I mean, to me, that's from scarcity because I'm scared that if I share it with her and I'm fearful that if I share it with her, that she'll take it and do it on her own. (laughs) But if I think of it from abundance, that there's enough that like, you know what? I'm going to share this with her because one, I'm really excited. And that's really exciting to celebrate and share our ideas or our wins or whatever. So this can even come into, when I say a hard conversation, it can even be something that like you're excited to share with somebody, but maybe they're going through a hard time. I recently had this experience with a friend that I had some really big wins in my life and I wanted to share them with her. And I didn't share them with her because she was going through a hard time and I felt like I was being respectful. And afterward, I I reflected and I caught myself and I shared that with her. And I said, hey, I didn't share this with you. And I know that this is a safe place to do that. Like, I didn't share this with you because like, I felt like then I was, you know, making her life worse or something. Like, that's not at all. I don't have that power, right? And you don't either. So it's like, we want our friends and the people that are close to us want to hear these things. So are we making these decisions from abundance or scarcity? And I just think that those places where we can, when, you know, you do it in the places where you feel real safe at first, right? Because I think that it's easier to start there and to start to build those bridges over time. And you're going to start to notice that it becomes easier But that's just a really great question for you to be asking yourself when you're making really any decision. I mean, we can talk about these difficult conversations, but it's really any decision. Okay. So at the end of the day, the whole point of this is for us to have healthy relationships with ourselves and with other people. And anytime that we are denying that, when we are manipulating, enabling, avoiding, We are not contributing to that in the long term. So we're looking at being better leaders of ourselves and other people and inspiring other people to also show up in that way. 
All right. I hope that you guys have a wonderful week and I can't wait to um, catch you on the next episode. In the meantime, be well and be wild. Talk to you soon. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you took some value from today, be sure to share it with me by leaving a review so that I can keep the good stuff coming your way. If you aren't already following me on social media, come soak up the inspiration on Instagram by following along at Walwolf or visiting the website at walwolf.com. I can't wait to connect with you on the next episode. In the meantime, be well, be wild.